0: Friends and Flounders, Puffers and Pals, and welcome to another fun-filled installment of Tales with a Whale, starring me, your blubbery buddy, Betty the Blue Whale. As always, I'm broadcasting to you from the famous underwater studio at the bottom of the Pflugerville Ocean, accompanied by the world-famous All-Clam Jam Band, and joined by my sidekick and best buddy, Bubbles the Seahorse. Howdy, y'all. But do you know who else is here with us today in the famous underwater studio? A very special guest sitting in with our audience, none other than my very own mother, Bertie the Blue Whale. Thanks for joining us today, Mom. Oh, let's give it up to Bertie and all those Blue Whale moms out there. Now, come on, Mom. I know you're a little bit shy, But why don't you say hello to all of our wonderful listeners out there? (laughs) Great job, Mom. It's so great to have you here. Well, we all know what that music means. It means it's time to start the show. And since it's Friday, that means it's time for another thrilling edition of the Weekly Underwater Quiz Fest. Hooray! If you're a regular listener, you know this is the game show where we test your knowledge on all the cool facts that we've talked about this week. And you'll be playing for the ultimate title of Master of the Sea. Well, I know just one of these days, I'm going to get Master of the Sea. by keeping my fins crossed. <laughs> Love that enthusiasm, Bubbles. So let's get straight to the questions. Here goes... Question one. The swirling whirlpool known as the Corrie Maelstrom is located off the coast of what country? A, England, B, Florida, C, Scotland, or D, Ireland? And the answer is C, Scotland. Give yourselves your first point if you got that one right. Yep, the Maelstrom is located near the small islands of Jura and Scarba off the Scottish coast. All right, question two. What do baby blue whales eat? A, krill, B, kelp, C, plankton, or D, milk? (laughs) Mom, you're supposed to let the folks at home answer, not just blurt it out like that. Oh, wait, you folks can't speak whale, can you? Oh, well, never mind then. Go ahead and think about the question for another second. Okay, did you get the answer D, milk? Cause that's it. Newborn baby blue whales drink milk from their mothers in huge amounts, sometimes up to 200 gallons a day. Question three, the small tooth sawfish is closely related to what other kind of sea animal? A, rays, B, whales, C, seahorses, or D, shellfish? The answer to this one is A, rays. Like rays, like stingrays and manta rays, small sawfish have flat bodies and their mouths are located on the bottom side. Great job, folks. We're getting into the groove now. All right, question four. This one goes all the way back to my own childhood. <laughs> I was such an adorable baby. Okay, a baby blue whale can swim how long after being born? A, one day, B, one week, C, one half hour, or D, five minutes? The answer here is one half hour. Yup, baby blue whales have to learn how to swim quickly after they're born, so it was only 30 minutes later that I was doing it all by myself. But I still needed help from Mom to swim up to the surface for the first time to take a breath. Thanks again, Mom! Question 5. What factors contribute to the creation of the Koryrekin Whirlpool? A. Tides and rocks under the water. B. Wind and rain. C. Fish and sea life. Or D. Boats and human activity. The answer here is... Tides and rocks under the water. The tides moving between the space between two islands and over crazy-shaped rocks under the water all contribute to the churning, swirling whirlpool that makes up the maelstrom. Pretty cool, huh? Okay, we're in the home stretch now, folks. Time to dig deep and get those scores up. Here we go. Question six. The rostrum or snout of a small tooth sawfish helps them find prey by being able to detect what under the water? A, smells, B, movement, C, bioluminescence, or D, electrical fields? That's right, the answer here is D, electrical fields. The sawfish is able to use its long snout to detect the electrical fields given off by other fish. Now that's pretty darn incredible if you ask me. And now we've arrived at question seven. Let's bring it home. During long migrations, blue whales are able to go without food for months at a time because they, A, have small appetites, B, store energy in their blubber, C, sleep during the journey, or D, cheat on their diet. And the answer is B for blubber. Whales are able to use their thick fat, or blubber, to provide energy during long periods of travel, called migration, when food isn't easily available. But it sure is nice to finally grab a bite after those long trips, let me tell you. And now it's time to add up your scores and see how you did. Give yourself the title of Junior Underwater Explorer if you scored one to three points. Great job! If you manage four to five points, well, then you've earned the amazing rank of Leader of the Deep. And all those who got six or seven points, then you could all crown yourselves as official Masters of the Sea. Congratulations to everyone who played. <sighs> well... Maybe I'll get master of the sea next time. But it sure was fun to play. (laughs) Keep trying, Bubbles. You're still a champ in my book. Thanks again to everyone for tuning in for another episode of Tales with a Whale. I'd also like to thank the All Clam Jam Band and my trusty sidekick, Bubbles the Seahorse. And of course, I want to give a special shout out to my mom birdie the blue whale for visiting us today here for the show oh mom i love you too if you like the show and are looking for more great programs check out all the other cool shows we have available at go kid go wherever you get your podcasts there's always something new and exciting to check out good night everyone and happy swimming Woo-hoo. go kid go